Joining us on the phone, the one, the only, Brad Sherwood. Brad, thank you. Hello. It was quite a journey to get here, but I'm finally audible. We are thrilled, and and because it's radio, the audio is kind of important. It's it's (laughs) kind of a big deal. It's the most important thing. Well, and of course, when people come to see you when you are in town, um, what can they expect from your audio? What is going to be happening? Well, our show, believe it or not, is completely made up. I mean, we know what games we're going to play, but we have no idea what we're going to say in those games because we get all of our suggestions and ideas to start the scenes from the audience, and we bring a bunch of people up throughout the show in, all, in most of the different games. So on any given night, there might be 10 or 15 people that come up on stage throughout the show. Oh, my so, gosh. And they're constantly adding information uh, during the game. So really, it's like we hand the keys of our car oh. to the audience, and they <laughs> take us where they want to go, and we have to make it an enjoyable trip. Oh, wow. I- Okay, are you ever frightened by this? <laughs> you know, I've, I haven't been frightened doing improv in a million years, but wow. I've never stopped being excited. The, like the moment before the show starts, both of us have this excited adrenaline surge because we don't know what's going to happen. So the, it's that thrill and fun of the unknown. Uh, kind of like, you know, if you jump out of an airplane, uh, <laughs> even if you've done it a million times, yeah. you should still have a little adrenaline surge every time you jump out of a plane. Or you need to find a new hobby. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, Jim, it also notes that this is a PG-rated family show. Oh, family-friendly, Brad, family-friendly. What cracks yeah, me up about that? The only drifts away from that yeah. is if an audience member said something. Uh, see, no and I'm wondering, that, how but... do you stop them from doing that? I'm sure they're you know, thinking, ooh, I know what I want to say. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we, I mean, we sort of tell them that we're not trying to make a show that's like the Teletubbies. You know, there might be some double entendre, but we don't need to pander to that because we have done the TV show for years and we managed to, for the most part, you know, there are a few uh, censored episodes, uh, but, you know, we, we managed to keep it clean because kids grew up watching our show. So we want everybody to enjoy it. That's so cool. How do you like doing it, um, you know, in this theater type of setting? Do you find this? I love it. Okay. I, we, we prefer doing that to the actual TV show. Really? So the TV show, you know, it's we shoot 20 games in a row, and, Oof. you know, the producers, you know, at the end want to do a bunch of shoots of alternate versions of the intros because <laughs> they usually get they usually get two or three episodes out of one taping. So they have to tape three hellos and three good nights afterwards so that they can puzzle piece together at extra episodes. So there's a lot of dumb downtime uh, making it stitched together for a TV show. But the live show is, is the best. We've got a, like a thousand people on any given night. Mm. Uh, and it's just so much fun. And, and like we never know what to expect. We don't. Oh, my God. Total spontaneity, Brad. Total spontaneity. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's kind of just what everybody does in their everyday life. Yeah. This interview, you might you might have three questions or something written down, but the entire conversation we're having, and every conversation you have in your life is improvised. You improvise when you drive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just a heightened, funny version of how all of our brains work twenty four seven. Reality improv, Terry. That's what we have. Here. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> reality yeah, improv. Yeah. I mean, yeah, morning shows uh, on the radio is one of the closest things to people that make their living doing improv. You know, you have news items you got to get through yeah. and and stuff like that, and an itinerary of oh, throw to the weather. But you're filling the time coming up with stuff to say. 
It's true. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much us. <laughs> well, yeah. Have you, have you been listening, Brad? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you got you guys are the closest. You know, if if this was the AK AKC dog breeds, our two dog breeds would be in the same. You know, like working class. Wow, I like that. I, we might be in the toy dog category. I don't know, but have, have, have you done a, morning radio at all, Brad? Oh yeah, yeah. Just when I'm talking to people oh. like you, I said, would, would you would you like to come do some morning radio? Yeah, you sure should. <laughs> Terry and I would like a couple days off. <laughs> <laughs> we would probably never the be allowed thing back in. I don't in. like is the hours you keep. You got oh, it. Generally, the morning drive is like what? I got to get up at four to get to my place by five to yeah. do the show from six to nine. No, thank you. No, we still yeah, don't like it. I'm a vampire. I do the other side of the. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah, Brad. It's funny you bring this up because Terry and I, when they gave us this job, were the two most unlikely morning show candidates there could ever be mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we're, we're both night owls with you yes yeah, yeah yeah hey it's, why'd you call it why'd you call it scared scriptless i have to be careful when i say that i just i love that that is the best name i think i've ever heard it's the best name i've ever heard and <laughs> the the funny it's the, the funny short story behind oh, that is uh, both Colin and I have done improv forever. Mm-hmm. When I was in a group called Theater Sports, you know, we were always coming up with funny names. And one guy said, oh, the best name of a show ever was Scared Scriptless. And I'm like, oh, that is. That's my favorite way to describe an improv show ever. And so, but I thought, well, that's, that's been taken. So we go about my life years later. <laughs> 17 years into the tour, where Colin and I are coming up with, you know, well, we've got to do a new tour name and all that. And I said, you know, i got to tell you, my favorite name I ever heard for a show was called Scared Scriptless. And he said, oh, that, I came up with that for theater sports in Vancouver. And I said, you came up with Scared Scriptless? And I said, and he said, yes. And I said, well, why don't we use that name? Because that's my favorite name. He was like, yeah. okay, let's do it. You can- you can plagiarize if you're going to do the show with the guy who came up with it in the first place. Oh, that's place. awesome. Wow. So it, it sort of came full circle. My favorite improv name for a show of all time uh, <laughs> was created by Colin, so we get to use it. So I want to ask you, when you're in Madison, and there's probably some things mm-hmm. you know about Madison and Wisconsin, what mm-hmm. would be a question you hope somebody would ask you, and then how would you answer it? Oh, well, I have no expectations <laughs> for what I would have anybody ask okay. us or tell us. Okay. You know, that's part of the fun. Okay. Uh, here's a fun side note. Oh, good. Just okay. for a little personal touch. I uh, spent a lot of time, well, a whole summer, fall, uh, in your area. When I first graduated college, I played at uh, American Players Theater in Spring Green no for a whole season. No kidding. Yeah, so I went to Taliesin, the house <laughs> on the rock. <laughs> I fell in love with cheese curds. Yes, there you go. Easy to do, Brad. Easy to do. Oh, (laughs) he knows Wisconsin, Jim. He's gonna. He's gonna have a lot of fun with this. And I, I mean, I grew up in Chicago, so well, until I was ten. So you know, we would come up there, and there was a place. I think it was. It was like a shallow river canoeing place called Ding's Dock, or something like that. I don't know exactly where that was. That might not be near Madison. I've heard of it, but I'm I, I'm going to have to Google where Wolf it is. Wolf River or it. Wolf Lake or something. Yeah, like Wolf that. River yeah. in uh, Shawano County. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. So we, we so were up north. Stuff up there, yeah. We nice. were up, going up north, Terry, in Chicago. They go up north. They go to like Madison. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smart yeah. though. Very smart. That's, I mean, Madison is like the wilderness if you live in Chicago. Yeah, pretty much. You know. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Oh my gosh. Um, I notice, and of course, Jim and I really like this because you know classic hits 
And I do remember you being on VH1's I Love the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. What was some of um, the favorite things that you were able to talk to um, or relate to when you did any of those? You know, I was never in rock and roll, but you would think that I did <laughs> drugs my entire youth. Because I can never remember. You know, I literally taped every episode that I did that I went in for. Mm-hmm. I would tape for like an hour and a half, oh. and they would send me a, a sheet of what they were going to, what the topics were, like the day before. And so, if I thought of something, I would just pencil it down, and then the guy, the person would interview me, and I would sort of riff off of that. <laughs> it's kind of like our live show that Colin and I do. We can never really remember what happened in the show oh, that's because funny. we're just in so instant mode yeah. and because we've never rehearsed it, we don't have the the muscle memory of like if you were in a play, yeah. you might remember the songs and lines of your dialogue years later. But but every night it's like a snowflake and it literally melts by the time the show <laughs> is over. So we, can barely figure out what the shape of it was. So if I had to hone in on one decade, because obviously we're really big on the 80s. 80s. We do an 80s yeah. at 8 a.m. The whole hour is 80s. We're doing a, a big 80s show coming up in August. What is a favorite memory of yours or a goofy memory of just sometime in the 80s? Oh, well, I mean, that's when I did a lot of my concerting. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I graduated in 82. And okay. I was I, I was sort of... I was a little schizophrenic in my music tastes. I liked really mellow stuff like Cat Stevens and James Taylor. James Taylor. And then I liked all the hard stuff. Uh, Van Halen, Judas Priest. <laughs> yeah. You know, Judas Priest. Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I was totally in all that. Iron Maiden. So like my, my record collection back then was like, okay, you have T for the Tillerman and Number of the Beast by <laughs> Iron Maiden. What is wrong with you? That's cool. You know, and when you're in high school, you're supposed to like commit to one no. thing. You're like emo, new wave, right, you're, a, right. you're a B-52's, the cure person, or you're like Metallica, <laughs> or, yeah. What so. did your hair look like in the 80s? Oh, you know, in the late 80s, after I graduated college, you know, there was still sort of that uh, Richard Marks wham <laughs> kind of, you know, Duran Duran, uh, short on top. It, it was like the, the new wave mullet, you know. Awesome. <laughs> I know awesome. that. Oh, a hair, new way down like... to the shoulders in the back. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Awesome. I, I recall the look, you guys. I really yeah. <laughs> you mentioned but Richard Marks. He's, that, he's that from work, Chicago. That look also worked for Def Leppard. So if I, you know, I could, you know, either be in a cool baggy suit uh-huh. or I could just put on a sleeveless Union Jack T-shirt and rock the same hair pretty easily. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I know you're going to have a great show here in, in Madison. And do you want to give one more invite to folks who are thinking, oh, should I go? Should I not go? I would say they need to go, right? This is just going to be a good night of lots of heavy belly laughs, which I don't think we get enough of these days. No, no. Yeah. I, I, well, I want everybody to come out because, uh, you know, I did spend some time there, so I can sort of pretend to be a part-time local. <laughs> uh, and for anybody that might have gone to see the season at American Players Theater in 1986, please come back now and find out what the heck happened to that skinny beanpole of a guy that was holding a spear uh, upstage during Hamlet. Oh, that's awesome. 
Okay. Are you bringing the spear along, Brett? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you know, I would, but TSA is spears, oh, apparently. They're not oh, yeah. on the sign, so I figured I, I could try to take it through, but yes. no, apparently spears are not allowed. No, they've made things difficult. <laughs> it took all the fun away, you two. Oh, man. Jim, anything else you want to Well, Brett, thanks for keeping it real, and thanks for, like Terry said, all the belly laughs. We need those these days, so thank you for that. It was sir. a pleasure, and I hope you guys can uh, find your way to stay up late enough to come see our show. Show. I oh, yeah. would love that. That would Thank be worth you. it. You would be worth it. Yeah. Well, oh, my gosh.